Hey there, trailblazing women. Mark your calendars for the Women Thrive Summit, happening March 18th to the 22nd, 2024. Join us for five empowering days of inspiration, connection, and growth. Unlock your potential with workshops led by industry leaders, panel discussions, and networking opportunities. Don't miss this chance to amplify your voice and thrive together. Visit womenthrivesummit.com to grab your tickets today. That's womenthrivesummit.com. Welcome. I'm your host, Ramonda Jan, the founder of Women Thrive Media, visibility expert and inspirational speaker. I founded this global community for women, so every woman who is starting or running a business can feel like she has found a place to belong. So every woman is empowered to use her voice and share her message with the world. Hello and welcome to today's episode with Women Thrive Summit. My name is Ramonda and I am your host for this interview with our amazing expert, Tammy Dross. Hi, Tammy. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm very well. I'm excited to have this conversation here today with you and talk about why is a business plan the first foundational step to your business success? So if you haven't met Tammy yet, Tammy Drost is an award-winning business and brand strategist and the top 10 business coach with 20 years plus experience as business and brand strategist, marketing executive, creative director, and head of operations in agency, corporate, and nonprofit environment. Tammy recognized that regardless of industry and asset size, each organization faced similar challenges. So through her 360-degree approach, she implemented award-winning solutions for large, complex corporations and realized that they could be tailored to small businesses. In 2019, Tammy founded the Business 360 Method to equip female entrepreneurs with knowledge, strategies, tools, resources, and support to build a strategic and integrated business foundation that gets them down to business and back to living. Tammy, welcome to this podcast episode. I'm excited to have this conversation with you and empower other people with 360-degree strategy for their businesses. Thanks for having me. So I would love to hear a little bit more about your story and how you come to do what you do. Clearly, you have 20 years plus experience. You've been an award-winning strategist and business consultant. So I'm just curious how you got to where you are today to doing um, this type of work. Well, uh, you know, I never, I never thought I'd be doing this type of work. I kind of, I, you know, was one of those people. I didn't know what I wanted to be when I, I went to college and I ended up becoming a designer and that kind of landed me on the agency side. So I got to see creativity from the agency side and see how they approached, you know, different projects, whether it was a client in the nonprofit or the corporate industry, or regardless of what industry it was, I got an inside view and how an interagency worked. And from there, I landed in the corporate world for about 15 years. And I kind of grew up through my career as a creative director. And I ended up uh, leaving uh, the corporate world as a uh, a national brand strategy leader. So I was deeply tied into rebranding, digital transformation, and change management. Um, with any major rebrand, there's a lot of change that's going on. And so 
I went from there into the nonprofit world and two very, very different animals. Um, you know, you have very limited budget a lot of times in the nonprofit world. So you have to get really creative. And I built their marketing um, operations from the ground up. I was their first ever marketing uh, leader. So uh, it was it, it was a very interesting time. And I ended up deciding to go into business for myself because I could see that there was a trend. There was a pattern of things that I kept running into consistently with organizations and the challenges that they faced. So that's where the business 360 method came from. Yeah. So you're coming from a background of working with big organizations. And of course, being a big organization, you do need a well thought through strategy and plan. But how is it relevant to smaller businesses? Maybe we have solo entrepreneurs who are listening to this and thinking, well, I'm not really thinking about being, going that big. And do I really need a business plan? Yeah, you know, it it really forms a foundation. A lot of people do think, you know, oh, I'm a small business. I don't need that. You know, it's a lot of time. It's it's a lot of energy to put into it, but it pays back dividends. The investment is really worthwhile because it describes our business. It gives a, a set of values and purpose. It defines what the su- success is going to look like as our company. It gives us that roadmap that helps us see the big picture, gives us directions, and it identifies the critical milestones that we have to, you know, reach our goals. I was actually doing some research the other day, and I came across a Barclays study. And it was interesting because 47% of small business owners have no formal business strategy to support their business growth. And of that total, only 25% have an informal or verbal business plan. And 23% have no plan whatsoever. And I thought, wow, those statistics are really shocking. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about it, would you go on a cross country trip without a map, a plan or a destination? Or if you did have a plan, is that plan flex enough to navigate unforeseen circumstances? And One of the things that I think a business plan does is it takes away the need to be reactionary. You know, how many of us are out there every day and we're like putting out fires daily and you're putting out a Band-Aid on it. You're, you're, it's kind of a temporary fix because you need to fix it quickly because you don't have long-term planner goals. So do you want to be that type of business owner or do you want to be a forward thinking business owner who knows the purpose and priorities of your company? So think about it as a leader, when you formulate a strategy, you're positioning yourself to understand your strengths and weaknesses and you keep your eye on the big picture and goals. So in the end, from an operational standpoint, it means more efficiency, a more effective plan. You can anticipate and negate costly mistakes. And how many of us, I mean, I, I'll be the first to say I've made many costly mistakes over the course of my career and every entrepreneur makes them, but you can avoid them when you have a sound um, strategy or set of strategies that consistently mm-hmm. and constantly evolves um, and improves your path to a better business. So, you know, I always ask 
I ask the entrepreneurs I work with, mm-hmm. you know, would you rather fly by the seat of your pants and hope for the best? Or, or, or do you want to have a plan and know where you're going and be able to pivot if you have to? Yeah. And, you know, speaking of that, I, I see quite a few people say, you know, build your business intuitively, build your business, um, you know, in alignment. So having a plan and strategy, does that mean we can't still work in an intuitive way or build our businesses sort of uh, be responsive to what's going on in the environment? Not at all. I think that a plan helps that, you know, most business leaders go into business for themselves because it's something they're passionate about. They want to work for themselves. They want to have the flexibility of working for themselves. And, you know, when you have a plan to do that, one of the first things it does is it gives you structure for your business operations. So you can streamline them. You don't get bogged down in stuff that isn't strategic. You're not doing all the administrative stuff and saying, oh, I have no time because I'm doing this. It also helps you, you know, create business objectives. What are your objectives? What are your goals? And then it helps you take the brand strategy and align it to support those goals. And then from there, you integrate your marketing communications and you have that nice little package to support the things you're passionate about. So it's freeing you up. Realistically, it's going to free you up to be able to pursue and be able to go after the things that only you can do that nobody else in your company can do. And the beautiful thing about having a plan is think about how many business owners were successful, especially small business when COVID hit, you know, the ones that survived the pandemic were the ones that were able to pivot quickly. They were able to, you know, say, wait a minute, this isn't working. We got to do something. Let's regroup. Let's figure out, you know, what do we need to do to survive? And it's because they had some sort of structure to begin with. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I am a huge advocate of business plan and that's just not just for funding. I see a lot of people get to that stage of looking for funding, going to the banks and then having to write a business plan. But personally, I know that. Um, having a business plan has helped me personally to really evaluate the market opportunity, the pricing structure, the marketing, and clarify some decisions along the way that maybe this is the thing that we shouldn't pursue. Maybe that's the thing that we should pursue because it's quite easy. Like I'm really innovative and I like to come up with new ideas. So a lot of the times I'm innovating new ideas, but then does it fit with the roadmap? Or does it distract us? Because especially for those who are creative, the shiny object syndrome is real. It's a real problem, right? (laughs) It is. You know, I think that having that plan actually gives you a great tool to evaluate those shiny objects and what's on trend. Because as you go through the process, of building a business plan and a roadmap, it forces you to look at what are your competitors doing? What sets them apart from you? And what can you do to set yourself apart from your competitors? What's your unique differentiator? And a lot of times it's not what people think it is. 
But when they're put in a position of having to go through this process of building a roadmap and building a plan, sometimes that light bulb goes off and they're like, wow, I never even thought of this. You know, maybe I need to go in this direction because I don't want to do the same exact thing my competitor's doing. I want to do something different and position myself differently within the market. And going through a market analysis, which is also part of, you know, building that roadmap, you're able to take a look at the market and you're able to not only see where you don't want to be because your demographics aren't there, you're able to identify opportunities where no one else is. Your competitor hasn't tapped that market yet. And it's it's kind of ripe for the picking, so to speak. So you're able to get those opportunities and you know maximize them. So I think that having that roadmap is just a great tool to have in your toolbox. Yeah. I have a question for you. So as you mentioned, a lot of the times we're very passionate about the thing that we're doing, right? And it's driven by our own perhaps mission or values or passion for the thing that we want to do. Emotional connection are to a product or service or an idea can sometimes, as I've seen with some entrepreneurs, can be quite distracting because we have this emotional attach attachment to our ideas, right? And we think our idea is the greatest. Do you think then if we have this emotional attachment as business founders to our ideas, do you think it's a good, do you think it's imperative that somebody helps us write a business plan or is there to facilitate that process? Or do you think entrepreneurs are capable of doing it all on their own? I think I think that it's imperative imperative to have somebody help you through that process, somebody who's objective. They can take an outside view of your business and really not only get you past some of the challenges that you might be facing, you know, maybe you struggle with looking at the doing the market research. Now this person can help guide you through that. Maybe your strength isn't the financials. You don't know where to begin. And maybe that's the reason you haven't done a business plan. Yeah. Um, I think having that person there is kind of an objective outsider or a coach, if you will, to take you through the process and be able to say, well, this is the, this is the research that backs up, backs it up. This is saying where you need to go. And Sometimes a lot of business owners find that their ideas start to evolve once they start to pull these things out, once they start to realize who their competitors are, what the right platforms are from a social media standpoint to market themselves. You know, do they want to do email marketing and who are they targeting with their email marketing? And so all of these things start to present themselves. How even how you position your financials? Are you going after grants or are you going after um, angel investors? So even right down to how you position things, and it starts to even as I did my own business plan, uh, light bulbs go off, and you start to see things that maybe you didn't see before. Another thing that business plans do is once you, I do have one, 
and somebody on your team comes to you and says, I have this brilliant idea. Everybody's doing it. We need to do it. Now you can pull off your, you know, your business plan, dust it off and say, wait a minute, that wasn't part of our plan. So let's revisit and let's see how this supports our strategy and doesn't make sense for us to do this. And 99% of the time, I would say the business owners are able to shut that down because it's not part of their strategy. It doesn't make sense for them to do it. So when you talk about that shiny object earlier, it helps with that as well. Yeah, 100% because we could be running all directions and really not getting to the goal or the mission or the purpose that we are here to serve. That keeps you focused. Yeah. And you know what I found from my own experience? I mean, I love strategy. I love writing business plans in my previous role. I've helped other people prepare their business plans. But even myself, working with a consultant who helped us write a business plan, I just felt that was such a valuable experience, not outsourcing the business plan, but actually working with someone who will question Right. And at times I'm like, but I already know this answer. Like I already <laughs> know, I already have this figured out. And my consultant would be like, oh no, let, let's just look over again. Right. And ask me the same question over and over again. <laughs> and I'd get frustrated. But then at the end, going through that, you know, fine comb process helped me uncover new insights. And I was like, wow, like you think you know it or you think you already know your market. You think you already have it figured out. You think you know your product. But then someone comes and, as you say, has that 360 degree approach where you as an owner don't have that 360 degree approach or view at all times. Somebody has to come and say, well, look at that rearview mirror, right? You, you don't see no opportunity there. How did you come up with your 360 degree uh, strategy approach? Well, it definitely, um, as I said, when I started this conversation, um, I was kind of one of those um, college students who changed my my major about five times, much to my parents' dismay. So by the time I graduated, I ended up with a design degree, degree, and I was three credits short of having a business and marketing degree. So I already had that background. And in every role that I had, as I grew up through my career, I called upon those and I happened to be a good writer. So that kind of played a part. Um, and I'm naturally very strategic. I tend to be a, you know, a chess player. I like to think two or three moves ahead. So that really helped me as I started to see, especially when I went through a major, I mean, we're, we're talking multi-million dollar rebrand that, impacted 157 countries around the world and where you're dealing with cultural differences, change management issues, um, technology issues. And you're also dealing with silos where you have different departments who aren't communicating. They're kind of off doing their own thing. And you can't have a consistent and a one consistent, I say one brand approach if you have all these different departments doing different things. Mm -hmm. And so I started to see where the process was breaking down and it was pretty consistent, whether it was the agency side, the corporate side, or the um, 
nonprofit side. And it really is about connecting business operations. You know, if you want to do digital marketing, for example, you have to make sure you have the right business structure, the right um, technology, the right business operations and structure set up to be able to do the digital marketing. And, you know, making sure that that's streamlined and efficient, making sure you have your business and brand aligned and any of your marketing, your marketing should directly support your business goals and your brand. It should communicate your brand consistently. It should, um, you know, make sure that you're hitting those business goals. So if you want to grow, for example, your revenue um, by 30%, your marketing should be structured to do that. And that's where that 360 approach, it's kind of keeping an eye on all those different areas in the organization to make sure you know, you're hitting those big picture goals. I love it. It's so, so important to have that big vision and then really break it down into much smaller steps because, you know, you've got to know on a daily basis what pull, what strings you need to pull in order to make that happen. But it has to be driven by the big vision because we could be busy fools, right? And I mean, right now, if you're listening to this, are you a busy fool who just keep yourself <laughs> busy every day, but you're not actually driven by the bigger goals and the bigger mission and direction of your business plan that you know should be driving your daily decisions and activities that you're doing? Yeah, I can't tell you how many women that I talk to who are either aspiring business owners or well, even well-established business owners who feel a lack of focus. They're overwhelmed. They are, you know, I call it, you know, being flighty, so to speak, because they're kind of going from one thing to another thing to another thing. And there's really no end goal, but they know the things that they're doing have to be done. Somebody has to do them. And you know, the question I always ask is, are those the right things? Are those the things you should be focusing on as the business leader so that you can meet the goals you set for yourself? Yeah, beautiful. So Tammy, you're a speaker at the upcoming Women Thrive Summit. What is the topic that you will be speaking on our stage in March? My topic is how a roadmap can position you and your business for success. Amazing. I'm very excited about that. And this is going to be one of those practical sessions, I think, where you really get to walk away with some valuable insights on how to position your business for success. Because, um, I mean, we take a really holistic approach in our summit, which is one of our annual uh, women empowerment events. And, you know, we talk about confidence and mindset and uh, energy work, um, social media, and all of that. But if you do all of those things without a roadmap, as we spoke today, I feel like it's almost like things could just easily fall apart. You don't have a good vision of where you're headed. So I think this this is one of the foundational building blocks to the success, which is what we're talking about today. I would agree. Um, you know, I see too many, too many women who don't have the roadmap and it doesn't matter what industry you're in or what your business is, um, 
what your passions are. And it doesn't matter what your products or services are. You, you need a plan. Yeah. Fantastic. Tell me, what is the best way to get in touch with you? If any of our listeners wanted to follow up with a conversation with you or wanted to book a consultation. I can be found online at TammyDrost.com. And on the homepage, there is a place to book a free 30-minute business strategy session. And this session is all about you. It's about your business. Every business is unique. Every business owner has unique goals. So, you know, take advantage of those 30 minutes and give me, you know, set up a, a meeting with me and we can talk about some of them. I'm also on social media as well. You'll see links uh, to all my social media sites on my homepage. Fantastic. And of course, we're going to add all of that in the show notes. So to make sure you connect with Tammy, uh, follow her updates. We look forward to seeing you attending Women Thrive Summit in March. If you haven't saved your spot, go over to womenthrivesummit.com, register for your spot and make sure you bookmark the time and date that Tammy is speaking on the summit so you can build that foundation to your success in your business. Tammy, it's been so wonderful. I could keep, we keep on going, but um, I know we've got a little bit limited of time and I'm sure our listeners don't want to be here for all day, but I'm sure if this was something that brought value to you, if you feel like this conversation opened new insights for you, get in touch with Tammy. You know, she's got no, no obligation free calls for our listeners who wanting to take that step towards building and crafting their own personalized um, business strategy because I know again trying to do it all on your own you just don't have that 360 visibility and I'll put my hand up first no matter how much I love business strategy it's just something that we need to work with other people to bring that clarity so hope you get in touch with Tammy if you have enjoyed this podcast episode leave us a review or share it with someone you know and we will be back for another episode Tammy it's been a pleasure to have you on the show today thank you appreciate it Thank you all so much and we look forward to seeing you in another episode. Take care for now. Did you enjoy this episode? Share it with the world. Make sure to also leave a review and subscribe for future episodes.